Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. You're listening to the Inside Connection. I'm Craig Martin coming to you live from Los Angeles on what's going to be a very chilly couple of days here in L.A. I want to welcome my co-host to the show, the lovely and beautiful Christina Martin. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me back again. Oh, my God. You're so welcome. It's so nice to see you. So... We have a very interesting show tonight because I love this dynamic between Saturn and Uranus. But why don't we look at the um, planetary energy for everybody right now? Because it's kind of interesting. I was looking at it earlier today. I am actually right in the midst of having a lunar return, hmm. which happens 13 times a year right? because we have 13 moons per year. And so, like, we have one solar return, but we have 13 lunar returns. And... Those lunar returns technically should be as important as the solar return in honoring that moon energy. We should mm. be spending time, you know, looking at and evaluating our lunar returns as well. So moon is in Aquarius because that's where my moon is. In fact, my moon mm. is at 22 degrees Aquarius. So it's happening mm-hmm. sort of right now. It happened oh about an gosh. hour ago. Yeah. Aww. Sort of nice, sort of exciting. And Mercury finally coming around, the direct Mercury coming around that backside of the sun and extending its elongation in the west. So we're not going to really be able to see it after the sun sets quite yet, but we will in another couple of weeks. Venus getting ready to go retrograde not long from now in Capricorn. So we're going to be able to do a show about that. In fact, I was thinking that we would look at the Venus retrograde during the solstice show because that week of solstice, when the sun goes into Capricorn, Venus also goes retrograde. So next week we have a full moon show. Next week we have full moon to talk about and some full moon Mm -hmm. energy post eclipse, total eclipse of the sun. So it's powerful Mm -hmm. and we're wrapping Mm -hmm. up this year with a lot of transits and a lot of energy. I know, I know it. I, it feels much more than normal. That's for sure. The last couple of years, we, I mean, granted, 20, 2019, we did have kind of the looming uh, Saturn-Pluto, but the December of this year, we are stacked. We're stacked, people. We got the looming Saturn-Pluto at the beginning of 2020. Yes, we did. And it <laughs> it, it turned everything upside down. And now we're dealing with Uranus square Saturn one more time. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. Yeah, this transit has been um, occurring uh, twice already this year. I think it was in the beginning of um, March, I want to say, and then one more time around July or June. So they had two contacts around those times, and we're going to get a third one coming up so we are in the thick of it yeah our whole show is about that today and so we're going to dig into that transit a little bit more but i think what's important to know is that these are the last few days of mars and scorpio so if you have some action where you want to dig into some part of your life and transform it now is a good time because soon we're going to be mars and sagittarius we're going to be moving into a new cycle a new level of truth So if there is some truth 
that you want to scrape out of your tormented soul, go ahead and do it because you're going to want to birth that into the light at the solstice when the days get longer. So that's amazing energy. And yeah, um, yeah. let's talk about Saturn and Uranus. Um, I'll let you start. Oh my gosh. Well, oh my well, goddess. Well. Oh my goddess. Yes. Well, so, um, you know, I've been thinking a little bit about these separately because they're, they're both an interesting signs, right? They're Saturn is in Aquarius, which is, uh, you know, not Saturn's most, um, friendliest sign. I mean, actually is a friendly sign, but Saturn is not a friendly planet. So those two combined, um, you know, it's a little tricky to put together. I can kind of see certain societal examples of it, but we're talking about the the structure of our society as a whole, uh, the structure of our friendships and our responsibilities towards the groups of people that we associate ourselves with. So that's not too too hard of a stretch, I think. I've the been, structure the structure of the collective conscious. Uh, right. Like like the group mind, not not the unconscious aspect of it, but the conscious aspect of it. Right. What we're all conscious of collectively. And different right. groups are conscious of different things, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean if you if you ask the left, they'll say that they're conscious that a lack of gun rights legislation is going to lead to more gun violence. And if mm-hmm. you ask the right, they'll tell you that gun control legislation is going to lead to them losing their guns. Mm-hmm. That's, co- that's collective conscious beliefs. Right. Right. And, and, and forward thinking what it is, not just for us today, but, what does the future look like? Right. Great. Yeah. Saturn in Aquarius has been very interesting because it certainly has been a part of the new, the new way of us interacting, which I'm not sure that that bodes real well for Pluto in Aquarius, which happens in 2025. You know, if Saturn in Aquarius was a taste of the way in which, communities and our collective experience of each other got so radically altered. Remember, it's been 30 years, which isn't that long. That means that Mm -hmm. Saturn was in Aquarius just 30 years ago. It was Mm -hmm. right like 1990. It wasn't, we're not not even talking about the fifties, you know, we're talking about the nineties. Right. And, and yet I think there are, concurrent experiences that you can look at about the way in which groups and and social order changes. And yeah, I just sort of was throwing in that Pluto and Aquarius thing because Aquarius is deep. We're in the age of Aquarius. We have been for about a hundred years. We're going to be for another 2000. So -hmm. there have to be massive collective changes about society and the way we interact as a group. Mm -hmm. They call it social media social media, it's like the most unbelievable brand name for the age of Aquarius, both (laughs) social and media. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's a, it's a, it, it's another pinnacle thing. Social media is only going to get more and more interactive. I mean, eventually we're all going to be able to put on virtual reality goggles and select, like, you know, the pub down the block, and it's going to feel like all five of us are there. Yes, that's happening now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There is a, um, um, well, right. I have, I have a friend who works actually at, at a meta, but she was telling me some interesting things that they were down with there. So it's all here. It's here, baby. We are right, right at the precipice, I think, of living in more of a virtual world, which I feel is sometimes, um, I think Saturn has done a little bit of good. I mean, we have now all of this utility at our disposal as far as like, uh, you know, Zoom and technology in general, all these like different programs and organizations that have come out that do connect us. It's a different way. And we may not always be like fans of the lack of affection or physicality of it. Yeah. The, the, mind. The, the, the coming change of 2025 is definitely going to be about massive new levels of self-expression as people rebel against. It, it bodes well for like the 2024 election and all of that, that Saturn and Capricorn, uh, Pluto and Capricorn is coming to an end, you know? And so like this whole Aquarian, Saturn and Aquarius, Pluto and Aquarius, it's the liberation of our individuality rather mm. than additional suppression, the suppressive nature of Capricorn as we've shifted into a more Aquarian ideology, which is all about freedom, which is interesting mm-hmm. because Saturn is in, your, is in Aquarius and Uranus rules Aquarius. Yes. So we do have, even if they're not being friends right now, we do have a common theme. There's freedom. Yeah. Right. Saturn's in Aquarius and Uranus is in Earth. It's not in Capricorn, but it's in Earth. So they're in opposing elemental signs, um, meaning that they're in kind of concurrent. Um, it's called mutual reception is what that's called. Mm-hmm. That's in astrology. When Saturn's in Aquarius and Uranus is in Capricorn, that's called mutual reception. So it's, that's always an interesting experience for the opposing sign to see what it's like to wear the other one's shoes. Oh, yes. Yeah. How do you like that? Yeah. How does Saturn like having to... Old school, Saturn rules Aquarius. In the old school, Saturn right. rules Aquarius and Capricorn, so it somehow fits with Aquarius. Um, I think it's because of the coolness the coolness mm-hmm. of Aquarius. Aquarius is like very loving, very friendly, but not very warm. Mm-hmm. It's not a it's not a warm sign, and and Saturn's not warm. Correct. Yeah, Saturn is stern, and Aquarius yeah. is Aquarius is perhaps like the best boundary setter of all the twelve signs. Mm. It's a very logically minded boundary setting energy that can differentiate between giving and taking, um, working toward helping and, you know, receiving and giving it's the, there's not a lot of gray 
area in Aquarius. They they really understand and, and they'll be generous, but then they also will dump you on the spot if they feel that they're not getting their needs met. It's not a codependent sign. Yeah, no, no, it is. It is a little bit. Um, I mean, the boundaries, right? Exactly. Just like uh, Saturn, Saturn liking the boundaries as well. So that that part totally makes sense to me why Saturn was the old ruler, the boundaries. So structure, I think the Saturnian part of this is that we get bogged down in a certain level of structure, right? Which I Mm -hmm. think we have. We've gotten Mm -hmm. bogged down in a certain level of structure. Like, look, a lot of spiritual chatter is always reminding us that these years right now, 2022, say, to 2032, the next decade, Mm -hmm. is going to be pivotal and difficult if we don't start to lean into the changes that we know we need to make. If we don't, if we don't really lean into them and kind of push back against corporate, um, the direction that the corporations are guiding us into, which is to just put blinders on, not pay any attention to human rights and war and climate. Yeah, Yeah. climate, literal climate, um, as opposed to political climate. And both Mm -hmm. climates are a little bit effed up right now so Mm -hmm. the but i think that the masses have an opportunity to awaken Mm -hmm. i do to come out of the rut that's what we're talking about when we're talking about the saturn Mm -hmm. part of this and -hmm. again why is this the big topic for the night because this month we're about to have the third pass of saturn square uranus and like saturn and pluto we can say it's the mirror image of the coronavirus, Saturn square Uranus is also going to create something. You know, there's chatter about Russia invading the Ukraine. There's chatter about China invading the South China Sea. Like, these are the things that, you know, the planets don't cause, but we can look at the planets and interpret them as mirrors of earthly events because mm-hmm. everything outside of us has a mirror of the inside and vice versa. So if something's going to happen in the human realm, the planets are an enormous mirror of that. Like that's why I always say like the, the planets, your chart doesn't make you who you are. You make what your chart is, right? You are the important thing there. You exist. And the chart is a mirror of you, right? We, we make the roads and then we make the map. Yes. I, I, I was just thinking too, like the, you know, when you look at a mirror, if you look at it from a different angle, you look a little differently. So there's the whole idea of like a perception if you're looking at it from the side, you maybe look skinnier. If you're looking at it from far away, you look small. So the planet's holding up that mirror and then our our decision on where we position ourselves to view what that mirror is showing us to view ourselves. Right. What perception of ourselves do we have? And I I was thinking too, like how much of a rut we were in before the coronavirus. I feel like we didn't even really know. 
But that's the big issue of the whole show. Uh Uh-huh. That human beings are always in some kind of a rut. Mm. You know, like, because we always are. There's always something that needs cleansing. Mm -hmm. Always. Right? Mm -hmm. We have a rut with our diet. We have a rut with our routine. We have a rut with our job. We have a rut with our husband. We have a rut with our children. We have a rut with the physical location that we live in, the city we live in. And it doesn't mean we need to overhaul and throw all of those things out the window. It means that we have to take a look at what has stagnated Saturn beautiful as it is, creates structure, which we all so desperately need. But the Mm -hmm. result of that structure as a human being is that we become reliant on that structure and then it becomes stagnant. Mm -hmm. And stagnation is like anti-life. Anti-growth. Stagnation is like anti-life. It's it's like if, if, if you're not growing, if you're not moving, Stagnation mm-hmm. is without movement, right? If you're not moving, it's death, you know, whether you're alive or not. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it's a huge conversation because even illness is a part of this. Illness and mm-hmm. disease, mm-hmm. mental and physical, are a mm-hmm. part of the, the need for a Uranian sense of freedom, for that piece of life that says, I have to shake this up. Right. This isn't serving me. This route, right. I'm not Mm -hmm. living. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, we're calling it the great resignation, right? How interesting is that? So many people felt like, feel like they weren't, they're not living the great rut. We should have called it. Yeah, well, and you mean even like for the employment crisis, right? For the workforce crisis? Yeah, yes. Right? Yeah, more Americans quit their job this year, 2021, than at any other time as people are looking for better opportunities. I've read that. Yes. Yeah, It, it has a name now. It's so big. Everyone's resigning. Yeah, the great resignation. That's what they're calling. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Or the or the big quit for short. <laughs> the big quit. I quit. <laughs> the big quit. Yes, but when we get out of the rut, when we tear down the structure, then we have space for new life. Which is what reinvention, reinvention of the self. And that's the Uranian principle. Mm -hmm. So right now we have those two things in opposition to each other, which continues to mean to me that Mm -hmm. we're holding on to aspects of structure that we need to be shook up out of. Mm -hmm. I don't think that you continue to have Uranus square Saturn if the Saturnian thing is going well. Mm-hmm. Right? It's structure. Yes. Like, what have we solved? What right. have we solved? How are we coming out of the coronavirus and what have we solved? What they're talking about now is the post-coronavirus economic boom, meaning everyone's going to go back to spending and doing business as usual. Yes, but that's, they've 
they've been saying that, and it, it it's not happening. And we have one more pass of Saturn Uranus, folks. So I know this month. Yes. This month. And you, you know, too, Christmas I'm just thinking, time. It's exact at Christmas. Yeah. The um, it's it's. I think that this great resignation is so indicative of both Saturn and Aquarius and Uranus and Taurus because there's that Taurian need for security and finances and money. That's one of Taurus's umbrella terms. Uranus there, we're changing up our money. We're reinventing how we get our resources. So another hit of people feeling like I can get, I can get what I need to survive another way. Right. Which is expanded consciousness. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it has to have something to do with consciousness. Saturn is not only about being in a rut. It's also about focus and discipline. So we need to be focused and disciplined on our social experience and the way in which we're interacting with each other and how we're taking care of each other, right? Aquarius rules charitability. So another one of the aspects that's, you know, glaring with Saturn Uranus right now in the signs that they are is income inequality. Mm-hmm. Income inequality is like a huge thing that's very obvious if you just peek behind the veil. Mm-hmm. Right? right. It's yeah. a big problem. It's a big rut that we have been in. Right. And yet they still can't figure out how to tax the billionaires. <laughs> right. Well, that's why we post? have Pluto. Yes, that's <laughs> why we are going to have Pluto. Pluto is going to take it to the next level. But I see this post the other day. It's 80,000 B.C., and you are immortal. And you put $10,000 in the bank every day for 82,021 years. $10,000 in the bank every day for 82,021 years. Now it's 2,021 and you still don't have as much money as Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tax the billionaires. Yes. Yeah. That's a conflict right there. I agree. I agree. That's a conflict right there. When when we're when we're crying out for, you know, social order and some kind of equality for people. Uh, not everybody not everybody's privileged and yeah and right. everything is gonna you know the conversation will lean towards politics instead of astrology but the signs are political you know mm-hmm. they are mm-hmm. signs are political because some of the energies are progressive and some of the energies are not right Aquarius certainly is. Capricorn probably is not. He's definitely not. Right. And, and, I mean, they both have merit. They both do really great things for us. Just like all things, we have to have two sides. You have to have conservatism. Mm -hmm. You have to have that. And you also have to have progressive liberalism. You have to have both because 
conservatism will create stagnation. Yes. Right? And what's yes. the downside of a purely Iranian life? Nothing to rely on. Correct. Nerves all the time. Correct. Nothing to rely on. The Iranian life is, uh, the, you know, the... Um, like squatting in Mendocino County, right, at some kind of a commune, right, which is fabulous until you need a dentist, right? Exactly. Until you need, until you need some Saturn, until you need cash to pay the taxes yeah. on the land, right. Right? right, or until someone comes and throws you off of it. Right. Right? Well, and two, there, I think that there's something with the 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 discipline and limitingness that comes with Saturn, you know, you get maybe more of a success there than you would with your, with the constantly changing progression of Uranus. Success. Well, that's the definition of success said by Saturn and Capricorn. <laughs> um, that's the definition here. of success. Like more, you get more success. Yeah, I don't, well, know. I don't know. I don't know that a Uranian person would feel that way. You know, like right. there are Uranian people, meaning people who don't really have a home or don't really have an address, and they're okay with that. They may have jobs, you know, yeah, and they bounce yeah. around, and that's the way they like their lives. You know, they can't be mm-hmm. bogged down. They don't want structure. Um, yeah, I think I think maybe I'm thinking the success is maybe the wrong word, but you get something more, you get something out of. Being well, it's what you were saying. You get dependability. Mm-hmm. You get reliability. Mm-hmm. You can't rely on a Uranian life. You can't True. rely on it. There's nothing that you can rely on. And that's why most people, most humans lean into the Saturnian life. They do get a job and a husband and children and a house and bills, you know, that's very Saturnian. Yeah. They they don't like, you know, it's it's wonderfully Uranian to put a backpack on yourself and go and wander around Europe and young people have an opportunity to experience Uranian energy at that level and they mm-hmm. should. When we're mm-hmm. in our early twenties, we should grab Uranian energy by the horns and like ride that. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, move to Italy if you want to, or, you know, like not go to college if you don't want to, we should do what it's in our heart, right? Like if you want to go mm-hmm. to art school instead of business school, you should do that. You should, you mm-hmm. should find, you should find your freedom when you're in your early twenties. That way, as you get older, when you want to experience freedom again, it's not so foreign. People who feel very confined and very limiting Saturnian lives when they're young often go a little cuckoo when they get older because once the steam finally blows, it's big. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's good for people to cut loose when they finally get out of college or finally, you know, leave their parental home, uh, all of that. So Uranus is necessary because it takes us out of structure that limits us. But Saturn provides for structure that creates reliability 
and the mm-hmm. balance is always there. Mm-hmm. We need both. We do. A little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of both. You find that, though, walking that line and knowing when to shake it up and when to, when to put down roots is not always easy to, to see. Well, then we're seeing it now. I mean, this is the what we're in, the square. We're like both sides are trying to get their 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 way. Yeah, both sides are trying to get expression. Uh huh. Right. Yeah, the thing that's going on with the with the employment crisis is definitely a very accurate and and and. Ex- perfect way to express this square because Mm -hmm. the the structure is people need jobs the uranian energy is not those jobs you know the uranian (laughs) is like not those jobs not at that price you know and then but saturn says but you need a job and there there's so much uranian energy in there stirring it all up that Mm -hmm. it says you know we need a different way of working and a different way of making this structure valuable to us. Yeah. Progressive. Yes. I'm Craig Martin here with Christina Martin. You've been listening to the inside connection. We'll be here next Wednesday should be the 15th of December for the full moon show. Hope you're going to be here. Have a good night. Good night, everyone.